The Other Side of the News is a current and dynamic companion to augment the discussions from The Other Side of Midnight. We investigate, explore, and extrapolate facts to gain better understanding of current affairs and events, and thus... To bring comfort and calm to our wide international audience. It's a spontaneous commentary... Based on well-verified references vetted through vigilance and discernment. Our desire, desire is to awaken your imagination with questions. Questions that have not been asked, yet need answering. The other side of the news is a place where you can come and be with us in community. Learning new things, asking questions, getting compelling answers, and interesting viewpoints. It's about curiosity. We present thought-provoking questions to incite your mind, propelling you to see the world in another way. Propelling you to see the world in another way. With clear insights and fresh perspectives on global events. Tune in for a balanced view of the other side of the news. Welcome to the other side of the news. Tonight's show is called King Khan, and that's because <laughs> <laughs> we've got a very creative uh, writer here. Timothy Saunders came up with a great title for tonight's show. We got an amazing guest. You all love her. It's Dr. Judy Mikovits, and she is a world renowned biochemist and molecular biologist, whistleblower. She first took a stand against Big Pharma when she refused to follow Fauci's criminal orders. Since then, she has been a defender of the people, educating the masses on what is really going on and offering practical solutions to stay healthy, even if you have taken the jab. In her 40-year quest to understand the causes, prevent and treat chronic diseases, she has co-authored seminal papers culminating at least a decade of research in each of the four fields, immunology, natural products, chemistry, epigenetics, and HIV AIDS drug development. And so we have our co-host, Timothy Saunders, and Annette Driscoll, and myself, Kenthea, and welcome to the other side of the news, Judy. So good to have you back. Thanks so much, Kinthea. I have those decades. Isn't it interesting? Each one of those seminal discoveries changed medicine, and now they're trying to take it all away and call it COVID. Wow! Cover up that that those things are the key, and all we need is God and natural medicine. We don't need the shots, and in fact, it's those things that are killing us. You have had a career unlike any other, really, and your discoveries are so illuminating that you have been able to shed light on these topics and lift the veil of ignorance from our eyes. I'm really grateful that you're here to uh, further enlighten us. Well, it's interesting. I'm, I'm grateful that you have me here multiple times because what's the big problem? Nobody knows who we are, censorship. 
Right. Nobody knows about our books. Nobody knows about those discoveries because what happened by Tony Fauci in the cabal at the FDA, CDC, as we now all appreciate, ever since all liability was removed in 1986, they just rewrote history and changed all of immunology. So our, our medical students, our doctors aren't taught the truth. We aren't taught that ivermectin is a pure energetic modulator. Our doctors don't even know purines and pyrimidines are the base pairs that make up our DNA. So we've lost the indoctrination is the problem we've been lied to and our whole world is focused towards the cult of scientism and this is what we're talking about here in florida this weekend is you know the the true the crimes against humanity's task force and pathways to truth so you don't know the truth if you never hear the truth and the single biggest thing in all of this these crimes against humanities is censorship and making Making us dividing us, making us hate each other, keeping us from talking to each other, put a mask on, muzzle our views, mother, muzzle our thoughts. You know, this is tyranny and it has nothing to do with our health. It has to do with stealing our our personal choices of bodily autonomy that is guaranteed, that is given by God and guaranteed by our Constitution. Our Constitution doesn't give us our rights, our God does. I really appreciate that you bring God back into the picture of science. Once upon a time, they were united, and the day is coming when people will acknowledge once again the power of their own spiritual life and how important that is. Um, You mentioned something that I think uh, I just would like to give you an opportunity to share. You said that's what we're talking about here in Florida. What's happening there in Florida where you are? Well, we're in Tampa, and and we um, we we've been doing for about the past six weeks what we call a, a crimes again. Maybe since the end of March, I lose track because we've been all over literally the country: Chicago, Irvine, Houston, Florida, and then we've been on several tours. Save a generation, which is all based on turning back and and teaching doctors that. Vaccines aren't safe and effective. In fact, they're deadly and we can go back to our God-given immunity and natural immunity and we can show you how through clean food and, and going back to, you know, no glyphosate, no no poisons, just keeping our the purity of the body whole and free of uh, of garbage, of aborted fetal tissue, cell lines, of of, of other animal tissues and, and the injections, which are so contaminated and deadly and have been since all liability was removed. So we're here on, we've been here since the middle of March, you know, back and forth from Florida, different states around the country, whether it be Portland or Yuba City or Chicago or Phoenix or Houston, and then back and forth where the doctors are waking up in the in 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 save a generation tour doctors like jim thorpe who's seeing that this this shot is is better than ru 46 ru 486 as far as um causing abortion because you never implant and you'll be sterile forever from the shot and it was weaponized so what we're here now doing is, you know, we were doing the crimes against humanities where my testimony is the literature fraud that the scientific literature, the medical literature, what we're teaching our doctors is criminal fraud. 
remdesivir, AZT. It goes all the way back to pandemic HIV AIDS, where we we experimented on a vulnerable population and then drove a cultural, you're unclean, unclean, unclean. The unvaccinated are spreading disease. No, our God-given immunity is all we need. So we're here in, tomorrow in, in, in Tampa giving an all-day seminar showing at every level. I talk about the fraud in the scientific literature, but Patrick Wood, who wrote the book Technocracy, and really throughout he does citizensforfreespeech.org. It's all about censorship. And I was literally on his listserv, and I did I never met him until we started this tour in Fort Myers six or eight weeks ago, and then he showed me scientism. He showed me the cult that is Fauci and the one world order. So we bow down to them and their religion, which is scientism, because it has nothing to do with science. It's, it's, a, it's a cult. It's not, it's not a, behavioral sciences. Social sciences are not sciences. And this is what Patrick Wood talks about. Then then we have Reiner Fulmish, who shows the corruption by Drosten in creating this PCR t- test, the case-demic, that the test was designed to fail. And everybody would test positive because, in fact, this wasn't a coronavirus at all. It's a pararetrovirus that was cloned in, in by the government and, and Tony Fauci in 2004. So it was created. It's not. It's man-made. And it, it's a monkey virus, Corona, SARS-CoV-2. But it's not a coronavirus. It's a, it's a retrovirus. And so when you start looking, my point is the literature fraud and how the doctors are lied to. New England Journal of Medicine. Um, so the, the pra- Lancet. Um, uh, Lancet, New England Journal of Medicine, and uh, JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Society. So the, in the, the pediatrics, which make big bucks on vaccines. So you start to see all the way back to all liability being removed so- in 1986. The the march towards freedom being removed. Patrick showed me this and I had never met him. And then Reiner filled in the gap from the German perspective and and the laws that were broken. And then I come in with the science and say, oh, my God, it's a pandemic. We saw it all along, which we know in our four books that that literally were four decades, starting with HIV AIDS. So my crimes against humanity is premeditated murder. Tony Fauci, what did you know and when did you know it? You started with gays, IV drug users and prostitutes and you drove a culture to making them the bad guy and the diseases caused by their bad behavior. And it never was. HIV never did cause AIDS. Luke Montagnier never isolated HIV. He isolated LAV. We confirmed that isolation from people with the same people with the disease. And Tony Fauci and Bob Gallo went it, cloned it, changed a few base pairs, oh, and made it patentable, a gain of function. HIV never was in humans. Um, it's an infectious molecular clone, and it's not what Luke Montagny. So you see how they twist science. They twist science and make it scientism and make it a cult. And everybody, this is what pandemicseries.com, particularly not my part, which was May 4th, 2020, where I just talked like the, you know, the kid I was when Tony Fauci called me up and said, give us the isolate, you know, and and give us the paper to tell us how to do it so that we could do our gain of function studies. And we all know this. Ronald Reagan 
you know, the president of France, we, we, we argued over who owned HIV and the patent right to the blood test. Oh. Wait a minute. And millions of people died while they fought over who owned it. Oh, that doesn't go very well for any of us, does it? No, no. And I'm wondering, so as you're giving these talks, it's the medical profession that's coming. It's the everyday citizen. It's both. And what kind of responses? I mean, people must be shocked when they hear these reports of what you're the details that you're giving. Yeah. I mean, in these particular meetings, they're everybody. Come. Uh The website is right there on the realdrjudy.com. Um, dot com. It's maybe $60 or 65 And this literally just covers the cost of us showing up. We don't get paid. We're, we haven't been paid our travel costs for the last six weeks. And we may never see those first four sites because, you know, we found a bad guy and the mm-hmm. bad guy was going against us. So it's like, no, 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 no. That's not of God. And I won't do that. And I was the first to walk away. And I gave every biblical I used Matthew 18. I went to my pastor, I assumed I was not explaining this. Well, I explained I was too complicated. And the general man couldn't understand it. Or even the doctors like Peter McCullough and Robert Malone, who were, you know, they're a different training, they see from a different perspective. So it's everybody. And it's interesting, because the patient, the people, we, the people, the ordinary people, they see it. The doctors who have been trained to, to see something else and mm-hmm. their livelihood depends on them not seeing it and their conscience dispends. So we're getting the biggest fight and pushback from the doctors. And wow. so the doctors are actually avoiding me. I'm that bad person. I'm that bad Judy Mikovits who somehow attacked Fauci. And I'm that, you know, watch pandemic. Why and you're it? threatening their careers because they well, don't want. Well, yeah. more importantly, I'm threatening liability. Yeah. In the 1986 Vaccine Injury Compensation Act, all liability returns if you could make a vaccine safer and you didn't do it. Well, they never did a single safety stu- study since all liability was re- removed. And it was supposed to be on HHS, Health and Human Services, Tony Fauci, all the people, FDA, CDC. They were supposed to do safety studies every two years. Informed Consent Action Network, childrenshealthdefense.org. Oh, they did Freedom of Information Acts since facts since 2014, over and over and over again, show us the data. They're not safe and effective. You never tested them. And they won the case in 2019. Oops, we didn't do a single test. So what did we do? We called us all crazy. We locked it all down. So we caught them in their crimes against humanity. And this is what they're about. And the people, the doctors have been duped. The doctors livelihood depends on it. You see it. You see it in, in, in Mickey Willis's pandemic indoctrination. And you could see these free download them pandemicseries.com. The first one came out May 4th, 2020 with, with um, David Martin showing the Moderna patents and the walk through the patents. You can't patent a natural isolate. Oh, so what do we have to do? We have to make it a recombinant. We have to make it gain a function. It has to be accelerated evolution. What were synthetic molecular clones from a Fort Detrick doing in a bat cave in, in bat shit in China in, in, in 2011? Published in a paper 
showing us all of it right there. Omicron, it's right there. It's right there in the in the published paper. It's they they're showing it blatantly for all the world to see, but nobody understands it except the people who made the sausage, Judy Mikovits, Frank Rossetti, the people that would not be bought or paid for and would not, like William Thompson, the criminal in the CDC, bury the signal for 15 years while millions of black families were babies, Hispanics, Native Americans, their lives were destroyed because they covered it up because he put the data in his safe. William Thompson, criminal, PhD, whistleblower, given protection, still being paid to this day. I learned of William Thompson in 2014, four years after I was jailed, almost five years after I was jailed to the day. And that was after our first book, Plague, came out. And I met Brian Hooker, who had dogged Thompson with freedom of information. FOIA, FOIA, FOIA. Show me the data. Show me the proof. You know, Pfizer burying 75 years until we show you the data. No, that isn't happening. So we caught them. Catherine Austin Fitz in the economic organization. The royal we caught them. The one world order could not do transhumanisms. They could not change us. They could not make us our God. And, and, and that's why the kill switch is the COVID shots, which were humanized bioweapons, kill everybody they'd experimented on and given these infectious molecular clones um, through by way of vaccines and a contaminated blood supply since the 1980s. And it was all Tony Fauci. Me, my game is premeditated murder, and I'll prove it with the literature. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And now you just sparked so many questions. So I want to backtrack one second. So with this information, does it mean now that the big pharma could be found liable? Correct. Oh, that's you're liable from 2011. Watch 1986, the act. You can get 1986, the act, the movie about the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program featuring Barbara Lowe Fisher, who originally did the shot in the dark. And I'm delighted to see Candace Owens. And she knows her history. A shot in the dark. 1984 was Barbara Lowe Fisher. Candace Owens is 2020. It's the same. And and they know it. And and so to bring out the people, abs- absolutely. Um, so in 1986theact.com, we see how they did all the experiments. They knew it all along. They knew exactly what they did, were doing. They knew who they knew now how to kill the athletes. You got to kill the blacks. They have the best immune systems. Why? Their vitamin D is already there. Ah. Oh, so we have to suppress it. We have to subvert the vitamin D receptors. We have to cripple the type 1 interferon responses. And we know exactly how to do it. And I never heard that. I never oh, yeah. So I you're saying the you darker today. skin holds the better vitamin D? Sure. Here's how it works. And in fact, I... So all men are created equal. God made us all according to the image to live according to our environment, according to our culture, what we have for food. If you're near the equator and you get 20 hours a day of sunlight, you have to have dark skin because why? You don't want to burn vitamin D, the sensors on the cell, vitamin D sensors, the receptors, the glyco sugar proteins on the surface of the cell. If you're if you're near the equator and you have dark skin, 
then then your one molecule of vitamin D is transmitted to the nucleus, God, to signal the immune reactions that vitamin D does over 300 immune reactions. So if you're from near the equator, you get a sunlight all the time. So one molecule equals one one thousandth point zero zero one. That's what your sensors say. Transmit this signal to the nucleus. Now, if you're in Sweden, you would get five hours of sunlight for half the year. So you have to make one molecule of sunlight take latent vitamin D to active vitamin D to equal a thousand. And that's what the God-given sensors on the cell. But the same signal hits the nucleus. God created all men equally according to the environment. Do they respond such that the gene signal transmitted to the nucleus is the same, no matter what human being you are and what your environment is? (coughs) That's only God. (coughs) Bless you. That's I'm just coughing because I am. That's all right. I have GERD. I have Barrett's esophagus. So my cough is because, and and I'm XMRV infected because I'm one of those lab workers that inhaled it in 2010. Mm-hmm. I seroconverted to Omicron. <coughs> I seroconverted to Ebola in the mid-90s, meaning I make antibodies. I'm immune. Uh-huh. And I don't inject myself with anything or I'll die. <coughs> And I have the precancerous condition. So if I wore a mask or got a shot, I'd die. And that's why Melinda Gates said, oh, let's give it to the healthcare workers. All right. Where no sacomial spread means spread from the doctors and nurses and taken home to their families. That's chapter five of our first book, Plague. The first cases of autism in our country, the doctors took it home from the vaccines, from the polio vaccines. And we knew it. We made them in mouse brains. And we covered it up in Los Angeles and we buried the information and we paid off the doctors and the nurses. Oh, wait a minute, Los Angeles. And then and then the media, the band played on the Dallas Buyers Club. This is what we say in our books. Look, people, it's right in front of your face and they're showing you it today. And they're going to destroy our world, our country and make us in tyranny and totally have us worshiping the God of Tony Fauci. We're going to destroy our God-given immune systems. They cannot create a human. They cannot make us transhuman if we don't allow their injections or we don't ingest their GMOs. Well, we're not going to let them get away with it. (laughs) Too many people are starting to speak up. I want to come back to, you were mentioning the vaccines, and I've heard so many times that a, a lot of the vaccines, they have no, they have a blank insert and you started mentioning some of the ingredients of the vaccine. You know, people have heard it before, but I think it bears repeating some of the things you were mentioning in the vaccine. Oh, yeah. Um, cow blood. So, for instance, no vaccine since all liability was removed in 1986 has, number one, ever had a test, meaning double blind placebo control. They're all made, they're manufactured in patented, immortalized cell lines because you have to grow the virus in a living cell line. In the case of SARS-CoV-2, the infectious molecular clone, which is three parts, it's HIV GP120, glycoprotein 120, 
41, and this is what I showed you in Epoch Times. It's XMRV syncytin snake venom. Oh, syncytin is the peptide of snake venom. And our God gave us an endogenous virome that is 8% of our genome. Only, only 3% of our message and RNA is translated into proteins. The rest is regulatory. If you inject another animal's virome, you will have an autoimmune and auto-inflammatory response and, and literally burn out your own tissue, uh, attack your own tissue because your body knows that's not my syncytin gene. That's not my endogenous gamma retrovirus. That is the protector of my genome. So you see, all every step along the way, they've been experimenting on a vulnerable population with, with sequences and clones and gain of function so that they could teach. They, they literally changed the codons on the bases so that they would be humanized to kill humans because the monkey virus, even though SARS-CoV-2 has been injected in polio vaccines since 2004, and we're never going to know where it was injected because cow blood, alum- cow blood, pig blood, uh, we grow that Vero cell line every year. It's the same cell line. We don't, we don't bring in fresh monkey tissues. We know that if we set the cells together with a human cell in an incubator, we have a 0.2 micron, 200 nanometer filter screwed tight on a flask. It's not a Petri dish open to the air. And we know that air, that CO2 incubator, that in only three days, you can get new infectious viruses and it'll go straight from a flask that was a human cell, and I use a salt and pepper shaker to a clear salt and pepper shaker to illustrate it. In only three days, untouched, with the lid screwed on tight, with a 0.2 micron, 200 nanometers, a lot smaller than an N95 mask, the salt shaker has pepper in it in the morning. You put mouse viruses in the human cell lines in a fermenter, they mix together and they become and and monkey viruses and manufactured viruses. They're spreading through these cell lines because the cell lines have been crippled so that they grow in a laboratory forever. They're by definition a cancer and they're a manufacturing plant. It's like a sourdough bread you know, culture or a yogurt culture. You keep the main culture and you never use the stock totally up. And every Mm. year you add more infectious molecular clones. There's cow blood, there's pig blood, there's aluminum, there's, there's yeast, there's mycoplasma, there's antimycotics. And you said fetal tissue, didn't you also say? Yes. The aborted fetal cell lines, WI-38, human embryonic kidney, it's called HEK-293, MRC-5. Those are in almost every one of our vaccines. And and again, we use multiple vaccines and we never test any of them. We don't test the combination. We don't test one alone. Nothing is done the way I did drug development for 40 years. If I made a new chemotherapy, if I added... Um, let's just say doxorubicin to um, a 
um, cis platinum, a platinum analog. I had to text doxorubicin alone, the platinum analog alone, and the two combined against saline. And it could take decades to do that. Now we add new vaccines to the schedule every year, and every one of them is warp speed because not one of them is ever tested. So you can walk in right now into your um, pharmacy in a grocery store or the pharmacy, never go to a grocery store with a pharmacy because you're getting shed upon and, and made sick every year. Every year, the flu vaccine causes the flu. Every year, the polio vaccine causes the only polio in this country. That's And, and that's been true for 30 years since all I, since 1986, since and, the 14, 1986. And people still believe that the polio vaccine is keeping them from getting polio. Correct. And it's giving them polio. And we know that. Clinically, we know that. And this is how we write our book, Ending Plague. And we even go back to smallpox. Smallpox wasn't cowpox. Cowpox was the attenuated virus and the vaccine. You know, smallpox, when during the Revolutionary War, John Adams and Abigail Adams, they took a man dying of of smallpox and they took the lesions and in a human being and they took the pus out of those lesions and they sub Q um, uh, put that under the skin of people and called it vaccine. No, that's the human disease causing agent. The cowpox from the cow was the attenuated agent that the milkmaids got. Those were the original vaccines. So the gain of function was make it kill a human being. Uh, oh, and and you I'm, I, unless and you think your audience wants to be educated, go watch the John Adams documentary. Um, I forgot who does the documentary series, but it's a famous documentary series, and you could see that what John was away doing the revolution, and Abigail the cowpox, you know, the smallpox was raging. Yes, there was an epidemic of human, and so she was worried about it. So they drove the cart through her town and he's out of town and it's muddy and it's dirty and it's polluted and you're under the stress of war and you're fighting the revolution and nothing's clean. There's no clean water. There's, you know, everything's cold and damp and wet in the sewage, the swamp of DC. And so the car, the cart comes through one day and she gets all the kids. I think there are five or six of them vaccinated. The oldest is a girl in puberty mm-hmm. and the oldest, almost dies the woman I don't remember the name of the child but the oldest one almost dies and everybody assumes that she didn't get the vaccine soon enough no you didn't inject the most vulnerable during puberty a time when her immune system was growing and it had to go back and turn on the flame and fight a deadly pathogen so the brothers and and later in the show that daughter gets breast cancer and dies Uh why because you dysregulated the immune system. And we appreciate all of that now, but we've been lied to because, oh, what's breakthrough COVID? That's bullshit. Breakthrough COVID is you injected the disease. Get over it, people. The shot is a bioweapon. The, the monkey virus called SARS-CoV-2 was a pararetrovirus. Never was a coronavirus. It was part HIV, part XMRV, the syncytin, the snake venom component, and, and part SARS to make it aerosolized. Okay, it's Judy. Like my- <laughs> <laughs> we are on the fast train. Oh, my gosh. Guess what? It's break time. So, folks, you're listening to the other side of the news. Our amazing guest tonight is Dr. Judy Mikovits, 
And the show is called King Khan. And we will return after the break. This is Annetta from the other side of the news. I'd like to let you know that I'm going to be on a month-long tour across the United States. I'm touring with the Truth Tour, and it's going to be an inspiring event with well-known, high-powered, and emerging insightful patriots speaking on the kind of topics that we cover on the other side of the news. As I'm sure you're aware, one of the things that the cabal has done throughout this period of time we've been living through is to separate us. And one of the primary goals of the Truth Tour is to bring like-minded people together and to share knowledge with each other. With that knowledge, people can come together in friendship and build the strong communities that they want to live in. So, this is how we defeat the cabal. The Truth Tour covers 22 cities in 31 days, and we cover around 8,000 miles. To see our route and see if you're near one of our cities, you can check truthtour.net. We have a variety of options. Tickets from VIP level down to a dollar so everyone can afford to come. For those of you that are in a geographic situation that does not allow you to attend, we also have an online streaming event that includes all 22 cities and a portal to watch them at your convenience. And if you're really excited and you want to support the tour, we have a donation button. This way you can support the tour and pay it forward for a person who may not be able to pay the full ticket price. This is a great opportunity to meet other truth seekers, make new friends, and not feel so isolated. Our primary goal with the Truth Tour is to bring people together to educate, motivate, and inspire you to take action. I am so excited to meet each and every one of you live and in person out on the road and give every one of you a big old hug. Good evening, and welcome back to The Other Side of the News. Our guest tonight is Judy Mikovits, and we are having a very fabulous conversation with her. Not even I had questions, but I think we probably need to f- finish up on what you were talking about, Judy. But um, yeah, let's start there. Let's just finish up with the John Adams story and how that's working with the immune systems. Yes, yeah, so it's interesting because what, the reason I showed that is because smallpox vaccine wasn't the disease from humans injected in humans like the COVID vaccine never was a vaccine because it actually was the disease causing entity that you injected in everyone. And we knew that the spike protein alone, the envelope alone of these kinds of viruses we've known since 1980 causes a disease. So why would you put it in a synthetic virus-like particle called a lipid nanoparticle? That was the patent of Robert Malone. How do you get that particle to protect the provirus, which is the sequence of the complete genome of a virus, get it excessed, get it produced, get it to go into the cell without the immune system healing it? You know, that was the patent. You made a, you made a synthetic virus, and it's called the COVID vaccine. Just like you made a synthetic virus and it was called SARS-CoV-2. 
neither one of them caused COVID. And this is the big lie. So, you know, we were believing. So Abigail Adams, all the way back, and you can see in the movie, and she's a brilliant woman. So she was scared into thinking, oh, we got it too late. And that's why the older daughter got sick. No, she was in puberty and her own immune system couldn't do that. And the flame got too high because you didn't inject cowpox, which was the attenuated vaccine that I got. I got cowpox. I didn't get human smallpox under the skin. That human smallpox vaccine back in the 1800s, 1700s, killed 7% of the people you gave it to. But smallpox killed more than 90%. So the benefit outweighed the risk. Here in the bullshit that's called COVID, that never was a disease. It's a collection of symptoms. And, you know, SARS-CoV-2, neither SARS-CoV-2, never caused COVID. Why? To meet the definition of cause, every person with evidence of infection has to get the disease. And nobody did. It was a case-demic. That's what Reiner Fulmish is presenting, that the PCR test that everybody knows is fraud, that in, in Germany, Drosten, oh, yeah, he, he made up that fraud. Well, unfortunately, um, Carrie Mullis, who get, was um, discovered and was awarded the Nobel Prize for the technology called polymerase chain reaction, had said all the way through his career, got the Nobel Prize in the mid-90s, discovered in the mid-80s, you know, that wasn't the test we used to detect HIV. But he said it's a, a fragment of a virus is not an infectious virus. PCR is not a diagnostic for a disease-causing agent. It's a fragment. It's 100 base pairs out of 20,000. How can you call that a causative agent? So it's either the fragment left over when your immune system destroyed the pathogen and it's a dead piece of a virus. And this is what Carrie Mullis said. Tony Fauci is wrong. It's not. And so instead of the cultures I did all my life, isolating and associated showing cell free, cell to gazelle, that the virus caused the disease in other people, satisfying Hill's criteria or Koch's postulates. You know, um, and, and this is what I did my whole life and never. Did the, you know, did the cause um, description never was it met for SARS-CoV-2? SARS-CoV-2 never did cause COVID. HIV never did cause AIDS. It was HIV and the test, which at the time was an antibody test. You test positive, you're immune. You know, and here's here I'm looking at FDA approves COVID vaccines for young children. So they're here. They have a mom and a child sitting on the TV screen on Fox News in a mask. The sound's off. And then they're literally injecting them. And this is on our TV. And this is criminal fraud. It's not a vaccine. It never was. And and those poor those two poor people, that mother and that child are sitting in the mask, which is crippling their immune system and driving the disease. And. And and they're injecting the disease-causing entity, the spike protein, in a synthetic virus particle. Oh, my God. How, with all the aluminum, with all the cow blood, pig blood, horse blood, bat viruses, monkey viruses, bird viruses, cow viruses. Do you know how many viruses are in every single shot? How much metal? 
how much graphene oxide, a 2017 paper by um, Antoinette Gotti and her, and her husband, Stefan, from Italy, showed ni- micro and nano contamination and, and how that contributed disease in every single vaccine since 1986. And they went through all of them. We saw hydra gels. We saw red blood cells from other animals. In this paper, we saw metal after metal after metal, aluminum, chromium. It's all in a paper. It's in every shot. And they knew this. So all the COVID shot was the kill shot for everybody they injured. And it's, it's we're going to kill you. And they did. Well, it would be the same. Yeah, it would be the same people that took all the flu shots, et cetera, that were that were lining up. Correct, and that was the 2020 paper by Alan Wolf. If you took a flu shot in 2017 and 18, and what was happening in 2017 and 18? Oh, remember Timothy Cunningham? Remember the news? Oh, remember what Tony Fauci promised um, in the campaign trail in 2016 in the fall when Hillary Killary fell down in New York City campaigning? And what did her what did her press secretary? Oh, she's fully vaccinated. And President Trump's like or I mean, so can candidate Trump's like what? I never get a vaccine. I'm healthy. I don't need that. I have the flu. I have all the immunity I need. So we start to see all of this. Oh, she's fully vaccinated. And then the Sunday before the election, unless you think I make this up, the Sunday before the election, um, who goes on to 60 Minutes? Oh, um, Tony Fauci promising that uh, anti-vax Trump, will he'll give them the pandemic of his lifetime. Oh, yeah, yeah. You clone the the pandemic strain of the flu vaccine. You, Tony Fauci, you, the military. Oh, 2004, first authors read. Oh, and then at the same time, you clone SARS-CoV-2, first author, journal of virology, more. Oh, wait a minute. There's Harvard's and Yale and all the people you paid off. And and this is all I'm saying in all of my talks. Here's the data. Mm -hmm. I'm not making it up omicron monkeypox you know when are you guys going to realize we've injected vero monkey kidney cells in debris rna dna protein cellular debris in every flu vaccine in half of our in all of our polio vaccines in half of flu vaccines bird chicken avian coronaviruses, dog made in Derby. Look at MRV5. Look at that 2017 Gotti paper. Oh, it's all there. It always was. Every vaccine is warp speed, experiment only, never been tested. And COVID-19 had to kill your experimental subjects because you were now liable you were liable because you knew when I, when we told you, and it's the royal we, when the science of Brian Hooker, when the science of Suzanne, Suzanne Humphrey, Andy Wakefield, our isolation of the XMRVs of the variants of Omicrons, Gary Owens, University of Virginia, all these different people. Oh, wait a minute. And the doctors all saw it. Oh, my God. Is there some, you know, Borrelia doesn't, chronic Lyme is a place in, in Connecticut. Borrelia has been injected in every single shot because we treat those 
the cell lines have Borrelia in them. It's not a tick when you don't see. It's not a tick-borne disease. It's not your fault. But they promised you flying syringes, mosquitoes, in, in indoctrination. And this mm-hmm. is what pandemic shows you. It shows you, you know, I'm not te- telling you anything that's my opinion. I'm showing you what they did. Mickey Willis showed you what they did. David Martin, who I never met until May 22nd, 2021, in the in his part of the movie Indoctrination, came out August 18th, 2020. Why was nothing done? It was censored. People don't know. You've been lied to. But it's a pandemic, and, it, and now COVID-19 has killed all the people you experimented on. We got all the data tyranny mandated all you'll lose the control group what's the game remember in the clinical trials they quickly injected the control group oh it wouldn't be on it would be unethical because they'd get the common cold if we didn't inject them it'd be unethical and they destroyed the control group and they did that all the way through the 80s and 90s with the with the vaccines so the anti-vaxxers were just People who'd been injured and have seen this all along and seen the corruption and, and the movies and the books the band played on, the Dallas Buyers Club, the, um, the Vaxed One, Vaxed Two, The People's Truth, it's dose dependent. If you stop vaccines now and you stop all GMOs, all vaccines are genetically modified organisms. They have to be because they have to patent them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To patent them. They cannot be natural organisms. <laughs> so never has a vaccine <clears throat> been a vaccine. Never since 1986 has it met the legal and biological definition. They're causing the disease every year, the flu shot. Remember your TV commercials and go <clears throat> watch them right now. Watch your TV commercials. Oh, tell your doctor if you're going to get a vaccine or if you have neuroendocrine dysplasia type 2, if you're going to take this this, um, immune therapy for dermatitis, for eczema, for uh, cancer, for, you know, oh, because you can't take immune therapies and vaccines at the same time. So how could somebody mandate a clear liquid with nothing on the material data safety sheet? Because you're the experiment on the package insert. Mm-hmm. You're the experiment. You're the experiment. You're the clinical trial. It killed all the animals. You're the animal. And they they literally created this to kill people and took away, take away all our voices and destroy our country. We are no longer going to be. There's no such thing. Our country is not based on public health. Our founding fathers tried to get in. This was, um, you know, the doctor. Um, I'll think of him eventually, but tried to get into the Declaration of Independence that you couldn't force medical treatments. They saw that day. This is what Nuremberg is. You need informed consent. Well, any doctor, any pharmacist, any person, any drugstore clerk, anybody in a drive-by shooting in a parking lot, you know, PCR has nothing to do with a Q-tip in your nose. That's rape. That's rape. And it's a case demic, as I said a little while ago. That test does not say you have an infectious coronavirus or any other virus. It never did. Act up in the 80s. No, you can't, you can't test anyone 
with with in the with HIV. You can't test on a marriage license. Wake up, people! They tried to kill you in the eighties. So now the LGBT community is lining up to be killed again. Wake up! You know, mm-hmm. I'm not spreading the hate, but I'm just saying you are. How can you when they tried to kill you? Well, oh, that you know, first experiment. I know it's all censored, but uh, you know, I like to dig around and find, you know, look to look into documents. And what I'm finding is, is there's very, very clear indication that all of this, uh, this plan, uh, and it's very well planned, and it, it was planned out and activated in 1971. There's a whole bunch of other events that go with it. But if you track it back in the documentation of what they decide they're going to do, for example, the uh, World Economic Forum was um, formed then. We went into the petrodollar. There's a bunch of events that happen that start this thing, and then it, it just moves forward, and you can stair-step it all the way up. So what we're seeing at this point is uh, a very well-orchestrated, everything was set up, lined up. And you know, I, my feeling, and you can, you can tell me if I'm correct, but it feels like the AIDS thing and that was just a that was a trial balloon on on what they they had this plan the whole time um absolutely hiv was okay what did we do as a community oh it's their sin they Mm -hmm. used drugs they used poppers it was prostitutes ava they were the lowest they were the original of deplorables it was easy for us to say it was their bad behavior Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I didn't understand. I mean, I guess it is the scientism, but like I have, I have a, a number of questions I want to roll back because um, really? my understanding is is that, you know, well, first of all, I know that there's no COVID virus, but people are still adamantly clinging to that. How do you explain oh, no. that to well, someone? We have to tell you the COVID virus. SARS-CoV-2 is a monkey virus. Okay. But it never caused COVID. SARS-CoV-2 was made in 2004. It's part HIV, part XMRV, and part SARS in that spike protein, the deadly protein, SARS-CoV-2. Absolutely. It was inoculated. It was injected in every polio vaccine. And in flu vaccines, recombined. The paper they came out by Wolf in large study from 2017 and 18, if you got the flu shot in 2017 and 18, you were 36% more likely to be diagnosed with COVID. Oh, yeah. These contaminants are in your flu shot as well. And we saw this as we killed people in that season. This is what, you know, remember that dry cough and the CDC that said, oh, you know, get the flu shot anyway, even though it's 10% effective. We start to see this, this march. And so COVID, SARS-CoV-2, the monkey virus, had been injected since 2004. And we don't know where and when because, you know, but we know when it was made. We know when it was shipped around the world. It wasn't released into the air in 2015 when it became illegal to continue to do that. Tony Fauci just shipped it from Fort Detrick by way of FedEx because it's illegal to ship it through the mail. And, um to China and to Harvard and to Sweden and to Canada and to Germany. How about Ukraine? And to Ukraine, (laughs) absolutely. Because now all of a sudden we have 46 biolabs that they've admitted to. That's right. From the Pentagon, yeah. I had the Russian scientists, and I don't say I had them. 
They were in my lab. We had KGB and they, we worked side by side at Fort Detrick through the 80s. Fort Detrick is ground zero and they knew it. And all you have to do is read the material and methods of the 2015 paper right there, paid for Vero E6. Oh, they shipped it. And, and I cultured with the bat cells. I cultured with the Margaret. That was the paper that in 2011 said all those viruses were there. Even Omicron, even MLV, even an infectious molecular clone, HIV, caprine arthritis virus, all I do is read the paper. So it's all there. Of course, you're going to get monkeypox if you injected monkey cells in every monkey DNA, RNA, and protein, in every polio shot. Please get it through your head. They've been injecting it for 30 years in every polio shot. And they made SARS-CoV-2. It's a monkey virus, simian virus 40, Bobby Kennedy's brilliant forward in plague of corruption. Yeah, here's the money behind it all. All I do is the science. I made the cell lines. I know the cytokine storm that is the disease. The infectious agent is not the disease. It doesn't mean there aren't viruses. Yeah, 8% of our genome is human viruses to protect us from every other virus. What do we, how do we know self versus non-self? We express those viruses. Syncytin, HERV W, that's our Velcro that holds the fertilized embryo into the uterine cell wall. They can't hack our humans because they have to implant the egg in a woman with an X chromosome with hormones, Supreme Court justice. And she knew it when she said it. I'm not a biologist. No, but, but we know what X and Y are, and we know the science, and we're being taught a very different reality. So, yes, they've planned this all along, and they told us, and they showed us, and they defrauded us in the literature, and they taught our doctors a lie. And it wasn't the science. It was scientism. It was a cult. It was we evolved from monkeys. And it's okay to inject, inject monkey parts in us. SARS-CoV-2 was a monkey virus and a testimony to how good our immune systems are. Oh, the only people that got autism, AIDS, cancer, 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 cancer. Hi, TP. Oh, those blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans, and those people in the military that had other inflammatory diseases. Oh, yeah, those are the people. Yeah, let's, as Melinda Gates said, let's give it to the healthcare workers. They deserve it. You never put a mask on a healthcare worker and inject them with a flu shot so they can make their patients sick. Come on, folks. The immune compromise can't by definition. So any doctor that gave a clear liquid, not knowing the ingredients, not to anybody, and called it a vaccine is malpractice. Sorry, you don't know. Pharmacist, drugstore clerk, uh-uh. It's against the law. You're a drugstore clerk. You don't know what that old person is on. How many medications? Do you get adverse events? This is what I did for a living for 40 years. Make drugs. Learn how to use them. Learn how to use them. I made the cell lines. My whole life was making the cell lines. How do you make a cell line? Oh, figure out how to cripple the innate immune response so that you can produce viruses that would normally stay latent. Oh, DNA methylation, dimethylglycine, food. Food, they poisoned our food. Oh, what did what did Bill Gates do? He poisoned our food. Glyphosate. Oh, the FDA lost the case. Glyphosate causes cancer. Our food's not safe. 2015. Did anybody do anything about it? No. They keep putting glyphosate in the food. GMO is poison. 
That was my work in the 80s at Upjohn with, with bovine growth hormone, somatic milk. No, you can't do that. That makes people fat. Oh, fat isn't your fault. Fat is because you have toxic food and synthetic fats called canola oil. Oh, wait a minute. You poisoned our food for the last 40 years. You made Twiggy beautiful and you made healthy sick. You made an AIDS patient thin look like a healthy person. Yeah, our culture. We, we, we hated everybody and we all took, lost the responsibility for living according to God and we started microwaving our food, cross-linking the DNA. It's no longer nutrition. You know, sorry, I could go on forever, as you know. No, that's okay. It's the march toward the, the, the indoctrination, our brains. We, we, began, we believe them, and we didn't believe God when God was right in front of our face saying, uh-uh. You know, when those mothers said, no, my kids were just fine. When, when, when the doctors were believed over the mothers, when the mother's children were taken away from them, and they called it shaken baby syndrome, it was SIDS. We won those cases in vaccine court. Oh, wait a minute. Now they call it SADS, sudden adult death. How stupid are we? Are we going to sit by and let them do it again? My answer is no, we will not. We will speak the truth in love. We will forgive each other. We will forgive ourselves for what we did, for how we marginalized those people. And, oh, it's just them. You know, they're, they're somehow inferior. It's their genetics. They got the cancer. It's idiopathic. The idiots don't understand the pathogenesis. That would be the MDs. Because God-fearing people understand you don't inject bovine, cow, pig, monkey, dog, uh, mic- uh, antibiotics, and you don't inject another microbiome or another microvirome so you attack yourself so that a peanut can't be on a plane because you're so sensitized it'll kill somebody they poison their food and they knew it and they walked through and we all sat there and let the new normal become everybody had to wear a headphone because we couldn't have a loud noise we couldn't have a fire alarm go off our kids are so scared they jump out of their skin we put our skin the kids in mass and muzzled them and taught them to hate and fear and they lost six months of development and we just called that we just changed the milestones of what we were supposed to do and the we is the CDC and we all just sit there and we we see what's in front of our eyes and we don't want to admit it because we don't want to end up like Judy Mikevitz we don't want to be that person who loses everything who's who's uh, you know whose husband is literally murdered Oh, they threatened us a long time ago. Oh, and and for obeying their God. They told us, keep telling the truth, then one day we'll kill you. You know, that was 2011 when I was that political prisoner. Now our dear friend and good doctor, Simone Gold, sitting in a jail somewhere, experiencing what I experienced with the, my political arrest. Get her out of jail. She did absolutely nothing wrong. She was in there giving a talk, thinking she was in the people's house. She was invited to the people's front. The doors were open from, and she was giving a speech to save people from being poisoned and teach our government. Get her out of jail. She did nothing wrong, but plead to a crime she did commit, thinking she'd get a lesser sentence. And now she's sitting in jail. You know, this has to end. 
We can't keep jailing dissidents, people who become the enemy of the people because the people are the corrupt governments led by Fauci, Yuval Noah Harari, the one world government, you know, the, the scientismists, you know, that we bow down to them or we don't exist while they poison our food, our water, our air. You know, um, I won't stop and, and everybody needs to write and, 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 and get in front of them. You know, how can they go to a Supreme Court justice's home? You know, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Nobody goes to Fauci's home. No. Well, I want to get into Oh, he. Yeah, okay. I want to get into all that. But but right now, unfortunately, we're at the top of the hour, which means it's break time. So we'll be right back. Um, I am tonight interviewing Judy, Dr. Judy Mikovits, and I am here with my co-hosts, Timothy Saunders and Kinthea. Tonight's show is King Khan, and we'll be right back. Mass formation and totalitarianism can emerge typically if people feel lonely already. If people don't feel lonely and disconnected, you cannot provoke or, or a mass formation won't emerge either spontaneously or artificially or intentionally created, doesn't matter. But people need to be disconnected in order to be able to, to be vulnerable for mass formation. So once a mass formation happened and once a totalitarian state emerged in a society, then the first thing that totalitarian leaders do is typically to isolate the population. That's usually the first thing they do. Sometimes they do this intentionally. Stalin, for instance, in the Soviet Union, intentionally tried to isolate people because he just knew that when people were isolated, they would never be able to organize themselves and protest against a totalitarian state. But in Nazi Germany, Hitler didn't try to isolate people intentionally, but still it happened spontaneously in the totalitarian state. So it can happen, it, uh, the isolation of people can be pursued in an intentional way, but even if it is not, people will start to become more isolated just because of the phenomenon of mass formation. And that's why it is so important to really understand the mechanism of mass formation. Because then you see what actually happens throughout the mass formation and even much more important, what you can do uh, against it. Hello, I'm Matthias Desmet, professor in clinical psychology at the Ghent University. I also got a master degree in statistics and I am the author of several books. My latest book is The Psychology of Totalitarianism. I was on this show and I liked it very much. This format in which you have a long time to talk and to speak is, is really great and it's so crucial for the situation we are in now that we take time to speak and to listen to each other. And I think that uh, the other side of the new show uh, gives us a wonderful opportunity to do so and contributes greatly to finding a true solution, a profound solution for the situation we find ourselves in now. And welcome back. You're listening to The Other Side of the News, this 103rd edition 
is entitled King Con, and we're delighted to be speaking with Judy Mikevitz. Yes, well, Judy, uh, actually, I'm just going to make a side note for our listeners. I think this is going to be one of those shows where when we finished and you play back at half the speed, then you'll probably gain wisdom <laughs> from everything is Judy is talking about because it's so packed to the brim with information. It's incredible. So thank you, Judy. Uh, I wanted to ask you, you, you were last here around uh, on our show, and I think it was the 10th of September back in 2020. And that's quite a long time since, since then. I, I just for, I want to cut a section through this very quickly. I mean, we've all been through the, uh, the masking and the injections, and we've been through the uh, social di- anti-social distancing and all, all the, the government, yeah, what can I say, party gate in the UK where Boris Johnson was quite enjoying a cheese and wine party when he shouldn't have, you know, should have been locked down and so on. And so we've been through the whole bullshit that's, uh, that's emerged over the horizon. But in the meantime, a lot of people have become sick and a lot of people have lost their lives as well along the way. Uh, we've had, let me say, we've had Delta, we've had Omicron. Uh, we also now have the Ukrainian variant. Um, but I'm, I'm working away from uh, my normal environment. I'm working around, around sort of five hours drive from my normal uh, studio. And it's a place which attracts, in the south of Turkey, which attracts a lot of uh, Russian people and Ukrainian people. And it's a normal sight to see Russian Mercedes uh, parked next to Ukrainian Mercedes um, sort of being valet parked and everyone's eating in a, in a restaurant. Nobody's trying to kill themselves there or each other in that, in that fact either. So obviously the Ukrainian issue is, apart from many other things, a, a hugely uh, political event. Uh, the media is obviously in the pocket of the government. Um, now let's just bring it back to the uh, the, the COVID uh, subject. You're you're giving us huge amounts of information and context about how and why it is a pandemic. Something we've been saying from the very beginning. But the very obvious question is why? What's around the corner? What what what's the prognosis for those who have been jabbed and those who have not been jabbed? What what do you think is around the corner? Well, so I think the why is you ha- they have liability for all vaccine injuries up until 2011 when we realized this recombinant technology and the way we're manufacturing our vaccines in animal cell lines has caused this explosion cancer, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, autism, MECFS. These people don't die. And they're on the system. They have their, they, they're taking the money. They're useless eaters, if you will. The, the elderly are, um, if they haven't been jabbed with a lot of flu shots, they're healthy. They're they're living longer than anybody prior to about 2018 or 19. The life expectancy was going up and up and up in our economy. I mean, in our world. And now 
Ah, starting in 2018, for the first time ever, the life expectancy, the, the millennials will not outlive their parents. We won't see people living to 80. So the first thing is take out the elderly, the healthy people. The second thing is take out the injured who you're liable for their injuries because you, you disobey the law, the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program. Then you're so you're liable for everything. It's trillions of dollars, the cost of these nursing, nursing homes, of taking care of these people, and they're not contributing back to society. And it was all caused by them, and they knew it all along. And this Judy, is the FDA, CDC, and NIH. I'd like, I'd like to interject here very quickly. Now, sure. Yeah, I'll if, go. Yeah. if we're talking this, this, this term, uh, useless eaters, it's not very pleasant for whoever it describes, but let's just say, let's just use I it. I know. So there are a lot of useless eaters in the world, according to some people. Now, are those, are those useless eaters now being terminated, cleared out the stockroom because they are the victims of previous uh, vaccine testing or previous experiments? Correct. Or, so this is literally more sinister than even how sinister I thought it was. <laughs> it's another Correct. whole level to it. Correct. This first wave is kill everybody you injured and rendered a useless eater, if you will, rendered incapacitated. They can't contribute to the society. They can't talk. They can't think. They're psychotic. They're 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 delusional. They're walking around. This is these these neuroimmune diseases, Parkinson's, Lou Gehrig's disease. We hold bucket challenge. We called it Lou Gehrig's disease because that's the only one with ALS we knew. And it was an environmental toxin thing. Now everybody's got it and it's it's celebrated. We celebrate our differences. We celebrate and we're literally destroying our population. So, yes, this is more sinister than anybody can comprehend. That, that's brought a whole other new dimension to, to my perspective. I, I, I thank you for that. But also, I'm not sure I'm very comfortable with it either. But uh, knowledge is, uh, is important. Um, Wow. Well, if we, if that's the one thing wonderful about talking about it, because, you know, when we talked September of 2020, you know, yes, the, the vaccines hadn't been rolled out. We knew the clinical trials. We knew the the variants were long gone. It's not that they weren't here, but a healthy immune system could clear those viruses if they're truly coronaviruses. And we knew they weren't. We knew they were pararetroviruses. They were part HIV. They were part XMRV to take out the various parts of, of the, the snake venom, syncytin and XMRV are the same thing. HIV is GP120. SARS is the ACE2 receptor binding domain. How do you signal the cell to cripple your immune system? So we've known this is a synthetic manufactured virus because that's how we've manufactured all our vaccines because if we couldn't our vaccines wouldn't be patentable you can't use a natural organism so once we learned all of this from david martin pandemic from us talking to each other september 10th i you know hadn't been kicked off my first plane yet but you know as as on the no fly list for wearing the wrong kind of mask these are all experiments <laughs> You know, but that 
happened again in March of 20, you know, kicked off again, arrested. So you start to see there's something very wrong with the whole narrative, because at the end of the day, anybody who descends and simply puts out there and says, hey, it's not my opinion. Look at the papers. They wrote them. Look at the journals. Look at the Washington Post. Measles amnesia. The unvaccinated spreading the outbreaks of measles at Disneyland. Well, that's not what the data said. You know, the data said it was the vaccine strain of the virus. And we all know when you inject uh, measles into a compromised individual, the vaccinated are actually what we call allergic. They couldn't make antibodies to save their life. The FDA lowered the requirement for IVIG, which is intravenous immunoglobulin for immune compromised who can't make antibodies. Well, it used to be a requirement there there be so much measles antibody in that formulation to protect them. And, oh, wait a minute, the vaccinated couldn't make antibodies at all. And that's what we're seeing in COVID. They can't make antibodies at all. This is Gert Vandenbosch. We've got vaccine AIDS because we bypassed it. Judy, do you think there is any correlation between the uh, the rise in, in vaccinations, um, I say that in inverted commas, in, in young children from, from birth onwards, let's face it, there are so many more vaccines going into, into young children than ever before, and the IQ level of, of adults, do you think there's any correlation there at all? I mean, are, are, is the dumbing down coming from the vaccines or is that something I'm just uh, speculating well? No, actually you're not because the data, it's not my thinking. And I actually learned this with the CDC and the government's own data back when in, in between 2015 and 19, as I'm working in vaccine court as an expert witness, every vaccine loses 10 IQ points in some people worse than others like blacks, like Hispanics, because they already are impoverished and eat more GMO, which synergizes in poisoning the immune system, meaning genetically modified food, glyphosate, packaged food, prepared food, microwave food. So yeah, there absolutely is data to support the dumbing down 10 IQ points. Look what happened with the masks. Oh, you didn't speak at, at one year, so they just changed the guidelines saying it was normal to speak at two years. Oh, um, you know, the unvaccinated kids, they're light and day. And this is the movie Vax to the people's truth. And you see the unvaccinated kid, not only do they not spread disease, but they don't have disease. They're bright, they're alert, they're fat, they're kind, they're not fearful, they're not angry, they're not anxious. Oh, those are all acquired immune deficiencies, endocannabinoid, our God-given endogenous dimmer switch on the inflammation. See, we've been lied to. Cannabis is food. I don't mean heating it up. I don't mean injecting or, you know, I mean cannabis as a as a ethanol extracted from the leaves juice like a wheatgrass juice is one of the world's best detoxifiers and healers. 
And so, yes, I do. I do absolutely believe we've been dumbed down. It's been it was it was that part, a key part of that experiment was dumbing down particular communities. And we can see it. And 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 more importantly, not even just dumbing down aggression, 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 people being so on the edge of explosion all the time that they just literally cannot control their emotions because they're so poisoned. Well, so we, we've been attacked from, from two sides. Firstly, the dumbing down, and secondly, the, the media, uh, which is obviously not afraid to tell lies anymore. <laughs> I say anymore. I think there was a time where I kind of did believe things about 25 years <laughs> ago. But uh, I, I kind of look at it as a, a weathercock now. If, if the arrow is pointing one way, probably the truth is in the other direction um, right. these days. So this, this is obviously an intention um, that's going back decades and decades. And Annette was alleging to that earlier with a sort of um, highlighting sort of an area around uh, 1970s. Right. I mean, where did this hacking of humanity begin? I mean, does it go back... Further, I mean, with your your vast knowledge about this subject, I mean, you must see the world differently than most other people. Where where, where do you think the uh, the hacking began? Well, I it's interesting because in in um in Patrick Wood here at the conference, um, the Crimes Against Humanities Task Force here in Tampa, um, Pathways to Truth. I only met him as I mentioned six weeks ago. And he showed me scientism. He showed me all the way back to 1938. He showed you Moderna. He showed you the um, scientism, the cult, his books, technocracy, the one world order. We're going to use technology and transhumanism. And he's written several books. And it's interesting that his experiences in that world of technocracy that we'll use technology will be our God. Science, oh, scientism, the cult is our God, not science, the data. You know, you'll, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. You know, you'll be dumbed down and you'll be fed and you'll be controlled in your behavior. So I learned so much from Patrick Wood and I, and I had no idea because I was looking strictly from the biology as a molecular biologist and biochemist. I was looking at how our food was poisoned, how GMO genetically modified food and genetically modified drugs, which all essentially all of our drugs, our new drugs for patents are genetically modified. So you start to see things in parallel universes that have been planned for a really long time. Chapter five of our first book, um, Plague, is 1934. The first cases of M of chronic fatigue syndrome, MECFS. Oh, it was in Los Angeles and it was covered up. And the victims were paid off to what would in 2011 when Kent and I wrote the book. And and in 2014, it was published, Plague. And in fact, Kent did this entire chapter. This was he just just the investigative reporting. And you couldn't find the evidence. It was all censored. So everybody was paid off. And signed what happens in vaccine court. Everybody's paid off in silence. So in our country. 1934. When did we call 
cannabis um, um, weed. You know, oh, 1938, we took this valuable food. And we talk about it in our book, Ending Plague, because we, uh, you know, the elixirs, my husband was born in 1938. So we we called it weed. We did Cheech and Chong. We made it bad. And it's a great nutritional detoxifying plant. Well, not only that, I was going to say not only that, but I mean, hemp was a a very widely used uh, uh, material for paper making and all sorts of things. Correct. Just just imagine if went down. Yeah, just imagine if we're still using hemp instead of trees to make paper. (laughs) I think we'd probably have even less carbon dioxide than the minute amount that's in the atmosphere anyway, Uh, which I just want to remind everybody, if you just look in Google or any other search engine, if you look in how much carbon dioxide there is in the atmosphere, it's 0.04%. So try not to have a heart attack when you're worrying about the new carbon zero tax and uh, all the other damage you're doing to this huge planet. Because well, I think- yes, but if you put that mask on, you breathe out a hundredfold more. So you got your in two breaths. You're you're breathing in poisonous CO two. You got your own global warming on your face. And that's the man. <laughs> I mean, wonderful. I'm just saying. I'm just. It's I just. It's that's the science. And that's not real science. That's just. It's uh, just. But uh, it's true. The mask will kill you. With with I, we're not plants. We don't do photosynthesis. We can't. We can't. We can't breathe in a hundredfold when we're breathing out our own waste. In zero point four percent, out four percent. You you can't block it with a mask and breathe back in your own waste. That will kill you. I I must share share with you. Last last week I was uh, hosting uh, some some customers from from Singapore. I, I doubt if they're going to listen to this broadcast. Um, <laughs> but. They're very nice people. I've, I've known them for about a year. So I had arranged a, like a VIP transfer. I picked them up from the airport. And for me, I've never bought into this whole COVID business in any case, right from the beginning. Um, I was in the center of the red area just by Milan when early 2020. And they went all, everything shut down. I couldn't go uh, east, so I had to go west. And I happened to go to a, a, a Fort Lauderdale and Miami. And again, that was another, became another center of, <laughs> right, red center right. of COVID. Um, but in each case, the hospitals were empty. And yet, if you look on the news, of course, everything was full and it was dire and Chinese people were falling over in the streets. And it was all, it was all, it, it's almost like Charlie Chaplin when I look back at it now. But uh, um Absolute comedy, except for people who are actually getting hurt and dying. Uh, but to go back to this point, so I arranged to meet uh, this this customer from from Singapore. They flew in international into Istanbul, then they flew down to where I was. And I met. I was just waiting outside the arrivals terminal, and I thought, how am I going to recognise these people? And I thought, well, well, more than likely they're going to look slightly different because they come from a different part of the world. And I, I don't want to sort of be too racist and just sort of go up to any oriental looking people coming off the flight. But it was so easy to point out who they were because suddenly there were four people with masks on. And yet masks, even in the south of Turkey, are a distant uh, memory for most people. Uh, but in Singapore, it is, is still incredibly strict. Yes, the, the, the lockdowns and the... Um, 
you know, the, the regulations and the rules about the antisocial distance, the masks and everything else are starting to relax. But still, the media is driving the lie. The people are following the lies. And they're behaving bizarrely. I mean, I, I was sitting in this VIP transfer, four faces looking at me with masks on, me looking at them. And I said, I'm very sorry, but if I make you feel uncomfortable, I'm not wearing a mask. The driver's not wearing a mask. And they said, no, no, it's, it's quite all right. Uh, we're just used to wearing them all the time. So uh, don't mind us. But I was very pleased to see within a couple of hours, they removed them and I never saw them again. So, yeah, people do remember and uh, break through the programming and go back to the human beings they used to be, I hope. Well, I hope, but I see airplanes when I was coming here to Tampa. And, and the, the sad thing is you see the, the, the 30-somethings and their five-year-olds and their five-year-olds or their two-year-olds have masks on. And they will do lifelong damage to the child. And, and, and this is, it's not a good parent, it's child abuse. But you can't say that because it's not their fault. They've been lied to, as you said, from every specter. When you look at the TV, you know, we were right after the mass mandates dropped. I was on the first of the tours for this trip, literally the day, because we couldn't take this trip because Patrick Wood and I said, no, we will live in integrity and we will not wear a mask. You know, I'll wear a silver mask only because that works for my lung disease. As you hear me coughing with the Barrett's esophagus right now, um, so because I can't talk, I'll get inflamed. Um, anyway, um that that's not that's not an infectious cough. That's the disease I've had my whole life. And so, you know, this law changed and it never was a law. And the mandates dropped when Leslie Manukian and others with, you know, you know, who did the greater good back in the 2007, eight, nine area. I was introduced with her right after I got out of jail. It's like, oh, meet your people. And I'm like, yeah, brave new world here. And um, and 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 she never gave up. You know, the greater good was the movie she made. And it's not for the greater good. That's not who we are in the. United States of America. And as we go in the censorship, so goes the world. It was Antoinette Gotti and, and the Italians who did the micro and nano contamination paper. You know, to me, it was no surprise that they hit Italy first with that deadly um, that deadly flu shot made in, in made in Derby kidney. That's a dog kidney cell line. Oh, that's a problem. Dogs have lots of coronaviruses. So you inject it in the most vulnerable in crowded hospitals with no decent health care, and you just spread through those flu vaccines the the deadly coronaviruses, you know, that that never were what they said they were. They were injected and caused. You know, and I believe it was retaliation. For the Italians who did that work that we were starting to break through, it said all the vaccines are contaminated, genetically modified. All are warp speed. None were tested. All are EUA. None are FDA approved. I mean, we could go on and on and on for why, you know, my evidence supports 
that in its evidence, it's not my idea. Everything is backed by a research paper published by the CDC, the FDA, the, the NIH, Tony Fauci. I'm just showing you how they tried to rewrite the literature to tell us another reality, which, you know, unfortunately, most people under 60 have been lied to and indoctrinated in their education and had nothing to do with truth or immunology. And we've experienced this. Judy, I'd like to squeeze in one more question before the... Oh, sure. The the next break. We have the next break. You mentioned the term kill switch. I I take that to mean that the people who have been vaccinated or had vaccines and boosters, they are, in your opinion, primed. Exactly. That's that's, that's a very good word. Primed for what? Are they primed for sickness? Are they primed for an early departure? Correct. Mm. They they and, now have vaccine AIDS, so, so they couldn't respond to any pathogen, a normal flu, a seasonal flu, um, maybe something as simple as a food poisoning, drink what, the water in Mexico. So and what do you, I mean, we're, we're all in the Northern Hemisphere here, what do you see around the corner, what do you see coming this winter? Well, if we this winter, all of us, vaccinated or not, Never get another shot. No flu shot. You'll die from the flu shot or the Brevnar or any other shot because they're all loaded and you're primed. So if we never get another shot this winter and we, we eat clean food, we get dimethylglycine, we, we normalize we, our, our endocannabinoid system, we use hemp to detoxify, we get the glyphosate out of our water. Basically, we just turn away from big pharma, eat as clean as we can at the community level, go back to loving, take off the masks, take care of each other, grow our own food. It's all poison. So if, if we turn back, and don't get another shot, we won't die. Yes, people will get sick, but our God-given immunity, we got, I mean, that's why I sit here as your perfect candidate. I zero converted to all of them in my career. That's what I did for a living. That means I made an antibody. That And that means I can keep them latent if, if I... If I use these various supplements and I use my endocannabinoids and I think about my nutrition, I, I, I use phytocannabinoids to modulate my endocannabinoid system. I can tell I'm right now my my eosinophilia, which is GERD, um, reflux disease. You know, you don't use proton pump inhibitor. You you when you're in that kind of pain, you know there's a problem. I've got to calm that part of my innate immune system, and I appreciate the nutrition to do it. Um, you know we're under fire. So what I envision happening this flu season, if everybody continues to march along, if you get a flu shot, if you get a, a polio shot, if you get any shot, if you vaccinate your kids, if you give them anything to go back to school, meningitis, all of these, um, they'll die. They'll get sudden adult death syndrome. Mm, They'll drop it under the pressure. Yes, SADS. Now it's SIDS. Oh. And we in vaccine court, we won these mechanisms. So we know how to prevent it. And it's turn away from big pharma for at least a year or two. We could, you know, think about HIV AIDS. Remember 1991, everybody was dying. And then all we said is keep the innate immune system healthy. Now HIV doesn't cause AIDS at all, and it never really did. It never really did. We were lied to about the reality. So 
if we cleared that that quickly, the Dallas Buyers Club. We're in the Dallas Buyers Club now with ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. We're let's, in, we're let, let's come back to this after the break, Judy. This is uh, hopefully the low point of our conversation, and maybe we can uh, spend the, the next half an hour and the uh, to the landing of the show on sort of more up. Uh, side with uh, with solutions rather than outlining the problems. You're listening right. to the other side of the news, and this edition is entitled King Con, and we're delighted to be speaking with Dr. Judy Mikevitz. As you continue to work on yourself, the tribe comes forward. They'll come right to your door. So just keep doing the work and it'll come together. Yep, as you increase your frequency, then you become more mature in your manifestation abilities and your other higher senses and gifts come online and then you have more power to make your world different and better and how you want it. And so that's why working on yourself is so important because then you're going to create the reality that you want rather than get sucked into the dystopia that's being created by the negative or shadow side. We're becoming uh, Renaissance men and women where we have multiple skill sets and we can dance from science into art and we can use both sides of our hemispheres and we can realize how much we have to really offer and uh, grow into. And this is what's happening now. This is where we're headed into a really beautiful place. So we can rejoice in that despite the fear, despite what it looks like on the outside. This is how disease transforms. The mess in the chaos is necessary in order to see what you have before you. So you can clean it up and just make decisions to change your reality. If you don't see it, how do you know it's there to even be changed? Or if you ignore it, right? Then how can you make the differences? You can't. So the mess is before us, accept our mess, and now know that that's part of empowerment to be able to see and to be able to transform it. Hi, this is Amanda Vollmer, and I was on the other side of the news, and I really enjoyed my time discussing deeper topics and really getting to the heart of truth and the things that matter in this world and what we are doing and why we're here and and what we're heading toward. I really recommend listening in and and learning, uh, expanding your awareness and your knowledge. It's important and these are the times to do it and we're being asked to pay attention and to challenge ourselves and uh, think beyond beyond the box. Good evening and welcome back to the other side of the news. Tonight we are having a rather lively conversation and uh, I agree with Timothy. I actually, I have so many questions. We could go on for hours and hours, but I think we need to focus a bit on um, what we can do about this. I had a conversation earlier this week and I was talking about the situation that I personally experienced and I know a lot of people do and that is the um, the problem with what's 
I think erroneously termed shedding or transmission from the uh, people that have had the jab and the people that haven't, or even to other people that have. I don't know how that works exactly. So I'm sure you can enlighten us, Dr. Judy. And what, and the second part of that question, which is, um, what can we do about it? So like, how does that work? How does that happen? And then what, what would be a solution? Uh, yeah, see, that is where we were leading. I agree with Timothy as well. Just we were leading to, wait a minute, HIV is not a problem anymore, is it? Because we followed the science in 1990. So the shedding, you know, we've always known with the flu shots, that's what I was trying to say. You don't give the immune compromised a live attenuated virus because they're going to shed that virus to the other immune compromised. And that would be anybody in a mask would be immune compromised because they did it to themselves. So you will you will get sick. You will get symptoms. You will test positive because you injected the disease. You injected the virus. You injected the spike protein. You injected the manufacturing plant in the cells. That's fine because as long as the person who is shed upon by the vaccinated keeps his innate immune or her innate immune system strong, that can be something as simple as ozonated oils on your skin. Or, you know, and um, and, the, and you can have actually have ozonated oils as capsules. So ozone will zap the virus. Chlorine dioxide solution, CDS, which we all know President Trump's tried. Hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin. The solutions are same as the diseases. There never were. And, and food, dimethylglycine. Get clean building blocks for glutathione. And I say dimethylglycine, that's an, that's an amino acid. But when you have glyphosate, um, that's glycine with a phosphate group on it, then you can't make your own antioxidant. You deplete your best antioxidant, which is glutathione. When you put sunscreens on your skin and you block the, the activation of vitamin D from the latent to active form, which sunlight does to you every day, just an hour in the sun, not with toxic sun cream, but with essential oils. You know, um, Cardio Miracle is just an amino acid mineral form of clean L-arginine. It's just food so that you can make nitric oxide. Gas is signaling. Cardio Miracle relax the endothelium. So, yeah, food, food, cannabis, hemp, as we were saying, you know, hemp and, and all the things to, to go back to strong building material, make safe material from our building, make make uh, in our buildings, in our clothes, in our rope, in our fiber, the things that actually are healing. Even nicotine. Don't don't make nicotine, you know, um, deadly by poisoning our tobacco because NADH, nicotine, adenine, dinucleotide. I mean, we have we have systems where these foods are necessary for healing. So if we go all the way back to growing our own food, eating clean food, avoiding GMO in any form, whether injected or ingested, you can stay well. That's why I keep using me as an example. 
I've been exposed to everything most of my life. I isolated all these viruses. If I keep my innate immune system strong, I have the infections, but I don't have the disease. HIV is not AIDS, and HIV never caused AIDS. And SARS-CoV-2 only makes the most vulnerable sick. Everybody else is so-called an asymptomatic carrier. No, that's a healthy person with an immune system. If you've got an antibody, you're immune. You you go back to your God-given natural immunity, that of healthy plants, of mineralizing our soil, of, of, of cleaning up our oceans so that we don't have microparticulates in plastics in our salt so that we're literally poisoning ourselves with, with fake fats and synthetic fats and poisoning our fish with mercury and aluminum and everything else that's in the excipient. So the solution's easy. Go back to living according to God, take, taking care of our environment, truly taking care of our environment. There's no such thing as plant-based food. Meat, meat is important for, 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 for men. God gave us all of his food. But if our animals are, are poisoned by the same vaccines and glyphosates and, and um, our eggs are dipped in chlorine when they're put in a grocery store, well, then they acquire pathogens because you break through the, 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 the shell and, and things go in them. You can't do that. Cage-free, range-free, grow our food. Eggs are essential, but they, they can be the most toxic thing you'll eat. You need egg yolk. So just going back to food is everything. I keep myself well. I zero-converted to everything in 2010. I'm immune. I'm not sick. I have my natural God-given immunity. I take hydroxychloroquine which was published as a vaccine and used throughout the Vietnam War and other wars where people were exposed to malaria and other such things over there to keep your immune system well. It's a a prophylactic. That's a vaccine. I take that every Sunday. I take ivermectin when I travel. I take ivermectin whenever I, I feel inflammation in my throat in the exacerbation of my Barrett's esophagus. I, I, you know, I, you know, you aren't a disease because of a test. It's, it's your it's your health, and you you keep your skin healthy, keep your keep everything healthy, and live keep spiritually healthy. That's what this is about. When we t- we can talk to each other, we don't have to fear anybody. It's like yeah, we can talk to each other, and and we can see what we see from our perspective, and that's healing. You know, when we stop, as you the commercial we were just hearing, when we're isolated from each other, we're sick. Nothing worse than isolation, solitary confinement, the adopted babies. We all saw, you know, Nurse Ratchet and one flew over the cuckoo's nest. You know, we see it all and it's all there. And we realize that we can fix everything because in 1990, everybody that got HIV was dying with evidence of infection. And by 91, with a simple... Um, with a simple scientific explanation in a a brave man that said, oh, wait a minute, if I keep my innate immune system strong, um, HIV never has to cause AIDS. Just because I test positive doesn't mean I have to get disease. We prevent 
the development. And that was Magic Johnson. And that was David Ho, man of the year. He simply looked at the data and said, yeah. But he had to change everything about the fear porn. We don't get the drugs. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to declare ourselves unclean. We simply go back to everybody being the same. Hug everybody, love on everybody. If you get shed upon, you'll develop a natural immune response. Put a nice cannabis balm and an ozonated balm on your skin. Eat well. Stay away from GMO the best you can. Stay away from glyphosate. You know, buy some of these clean powdered amino acid in food. Powdered, not foods, not supplements, food. They're not, they've got to be in a bioavailable form, not in a pill that's made and that, that becomes something other than food. So the solutions are actually simple. And I've lived them the last 12 years since I seroconverted and made lots of these viral proteins. Yes, I have the propensity to get disease. But no, if I keep my immune system well, I don't get disease. And principally, no mask, no fear, no anger, the most powerful immune suppressive things there are. Speak the truth in love and take all I've learned in the 40 years as a as a biochemist. I made drugs from plants. I make food. That's what I do. And and we that's what my patents are. How do we protect the immune system with simply food, God-given things, and then we can add wonderful drugs that we made, very low dose, and heal everybody. We have every solution we need. It's already been made, and all we have to do is use it it's to heal and, and not for evil. Well, that's, that's, that's an answer. <laughs> Because I was, true. I, you actually, you actually answered the question I had, um, but I, I just want to reiterate it, uh, and that is that. So I am one of those people that got, you know, clobbered from a vaccine way back, and um, and, and only one, uh, but I got clobbered pretty hard, and it and it has compromised my immune system. So what you're saying is the same thing that somebody who has taken the jab or hasn't. It's all the same. It's just yeah. it's just clean up your act, right? I mean, that's what yeah. you're saying. Okay, so you know, what you said was just amazing, and um, and it was like uh, drinking from a fire hose. So is there a source of material, or do you have a, a site or something where people can go and look up these sure. uh, things that you can take? And- Sure. So we we've gathered over the four, you know, over the last 30 years, we know the manufacturers like Quicksilver Scientific and Chris Shade, who makes a lot of fabulous patented detoxifiers. So what I've there's a store a few years ago, uh, somebody identified Get Healthy Store. So if you go to what Get Healthy Stores does is they buy things from Quicksilver Scientific, from Nutritional Frontiers, from this company, from that company, from Thorn, from nutraceuticals that we all know, from Price Pottinger, from, you know, food, anti-5G, and they put it all in one place. So I identify all the good products because I've worked with them for decades with these various companies and we've healed people with them and we put them in shop, shop dot the real dot com. And that takes you right to a get healthy store where real time every day people say, I've got this good product, Judy. We vet it. We put it in the store and then we can get it to everybody. And all I am is the person that says, choosy mothers, choose Jif. <laughs> 
So, yeah, fabulous companies making solutions for decades. Shop.therealdrjudy.com, Get Healthy Store, Nutritional Frontiers, Cardio Miracle. They're all on our website, therealdrjudy.com. We don't sell anything. We don't manufacture anything. All I'm doing is telling you what works for me, and most of it is food and what works for these populations. So are the protocols there, too? Yeah. Yeah. If you go into that, we have packages that we put together for various things. And then if you get on the phone with the various suppliers, we do videos with Cardio Miracle or with Nutritional Frontiers. I'll be with Jamie and the Nutritional Frontiers crew August 6th in Pittsburgh. And I teach practitioners how to use the food along with drugs. You're just supporting the immune system with food. So I go to the companies and I teach the doctors because that's what PhDs do. (laughs) Oh, that, a few other things. Uh, (laughs) But that's my job. I make drugs and I teach you how to use them along with food because, you know, when you go to the medicine, when you go to the doctor, they say, what supplements are you on? Because those are those are things we have to understand can have good and bad reactions, can synergize or antagonize a drug you're trying to take for another reason. So so I have to know that that's been my job. How do I take on a personal level your what you're doing, how you live, your environment and and enable you to use drugs as safely as possible to cure AIDS and cancer? That was my career. So, Judy. So you're you're talking about the things that we can do to protect ourselves from shedding. And I imagine also you probably have a set protocol for those who have buyer's remorse and took the vaccine. Yeah, they're essentially the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, although injection bypasses the innate immune response. So if you've injected it, I have to consider that I need to pump up or, or your innate immune response. So for that, I would say Pax Immune, that's your type 1 interferon, P-A-X. Just type it in, shop.therealdrjudy, you'll see Pax Immune. And it's a nasal throat spray that is type 1 interferon that will just simply gobble up like a Pac-Man any viral sequences that enter your nasal pharyngeal cavity. We also have a cannabis copper bomb that'll do that that's manufactured by a company in Arizona and they put it in the store when they showed us. All you do is put that around your nose. Um, so there are lots of solutions. Shedding is the same thing as an infection. But when you inject it, I have to consider it's working its way out. And I have to use dimethylglycine, which methylates and silences your endogenous viruses because you're going to wake up that old HIV. You're going to wake up that shingles. You're going to wake up those dormant pathogens because you injected and, and created a big, huge cytokine storm, which is going to try to heal itself by tying rope around the tissue injury. So, yeah, it's different if I inject it. It's, it's easier if, if, you're, if you see the pathogen naturally. But either way, we know how to fix this because of our experience with the vaccine injured in, in cancer and AIDS patients for four decades. Okay, so doesn't, doesn't the vaccine also alter your DNA? It doesn't have to. We're not our DNA. We're our chromosomes. So keep your chromosomes healthy. Dimethylglycine, no. It's not going to alter your DNA unless it gets in there. 
I mean, and, and it doesn't get in there if you if you keep yourself from immune activation. If you don't get other activate uh, other vaccines, if you don't, you know, you won't express the virus if you don't activate the expression of your white blood cells. So you've got to stay away from inflammatory events, other shots, which are designed to divide and cause your white blood cells to divide. That's immune activation. So, mm. yeah, they, you know, that's what you don't want to do. Yes, it can change your DNA. But no, not if it can't get in there. Methylate it, dimethylglycine. So, so you're saying if someone has been vaccinated, it's not a given that it's going to alter their DNA. No, it's not a given, but it can. And oh. and and so all you do is protect yourself, and and pray Kintia, to God you get lucky. Kintia, are, are yeah. you when you're saying vaccinated? It's a very broad term, isn't it? These days, it's a very broad all right jab. So just a second. Are you talking about a COVID vaccination or, for example, a measles or polio vaccination? No, a COVID every, vaccination. So every, mRNA. No, every vaccine. Every vaccine is an mRNA. Because everyone. we injected everyone because we injected monkey, mouse, cow. That's why I started this that way. We've got all that mRNA, DNA and protein from other animals in every shot from okay. a, from synthetic. Yeah. And that, that goes back to what, pre-1986 or? Yeah, right around 1986 when all liability was removed was when we stopped testing, when the explosion of recombinant technology and, and making these viruses in cell lines. This was Andy Wakefield's work. It was the three vaccines, MMR. MMR, three RNA viruses given in a single injection. You know, so, it's not, oh, just the mRNA vaccines. No, those are just the synthetic mRNA vaccines. Because so every Judy, single shot has been an mRNA vaccine. Wasn't wasn't there a whole sort of, you know, chapter of marketing bullshit going around at the beginning of the COVID time when mRNA technology has only just been invented a, a few months or years before even? And it wasn't there a lab in Canada that made it possible and so on and so on. H how can that be true if... If uh, mRNA uh, vaccinations have been happening since around the 1980s, right? Well, we're, we're that's what we're seeing is the the evolution of the vaccine. So yes, in Canada that happened in 2001, 2004. That's Moderna mm -hmm. because that's when they could synthesize the sequences. But for before they synthesize them, they just use animal viruses. They did the same thing. And once they found, for instance, that's why I said they cloned the pandemic strain of influenza A from people who died in the 1918 Spanish flu. And they took only the pieces of the virus that were the deadly parts that killed the people from the inflammatory cytokine storm. And then they put that in an infectious clone in a database. Oh, and they added it to vaccines. So it okay. never was natural, so, but it's still mRNA vaccine. Okay, so it's still a re it's changing the program, but the difference is before it was from a natural source, and more recently it's from a synthetic source. Is that, is that what? It, well, no, they never were natural because okay. they were always lab created animal cell lines. Okay, and but it's aborted field cell lines. Those aren't I, natural. Okay. Okay, so whether so, you make it in a DNA synthesizer or the animal virus is the same sequence, it doesn't matter if it's just the sequence or the blueprint. 
that you're injecting as a provirus. Because okay. that's not who we are. We're our chromosomes. We're not our DNA. Okay. So I'm just trying to, yeah, I, obviously, yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand because you're obviously far more specialized in this. Well, just, have, it's just that it's, every vaccine has been a GMO, genetically modified organism. Yes. And yes. that's what the mRNA vaccines are ge- genetically modified organisms. And you just make them in a gene sequencer instead of sequencing them out of the animal. Okay. So this Either is just way, hi- when you highlighting them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just highlighting, as I say, another tier of this whole, you know, uh, uh, lie, because I seem right. to remember watching on the news only a couple of years ago how, you know, this is the savior and this this person, this company has managed to do this since the first time. And it's groundbreaking technology happening at warp speed and so on and so on and so on. So all of this has been going on for, for it sounds like decades. It's just. Right. That it, yeah. Okay. And that hype is all a lie. You know how they say novel, novel, novel. It's not novel. Mm-hmm. And that's where the only way they can patent it is if it's manufactured. It cannot be natural isolates. So they simply took the natural isolates we had, whether it be LAV of Luke Bondi XMRVs that Judy Mikevitz isolated from people with disease, or um, Frank's HTLV1, the human T-cell leukemia viruses. Those were all natural isolates. But when you create an infectious molecular clone in a laboratory and you change a base pair or two, then you've got a patentable thing. And this is the whole point of the whole COVID thing and, and, and David Martin's Moderna. They traced that back 20, 30 years. And Patrick Wood traced that back to 1980. Oh, 1971, like you're talking about. And if you read our book, Ending Plague, and you see Frank Rossetti and how long we've had these cell lines in our lab since 1964. Oh, 1964. That's when the FDA gave themselves the authority for drug efficacy. They're supposed to be safety. So you start to see how the the various technocracies and scientism in in this one world order and transhumanism it start worked in with the science and and the big kill switch was COVID-19 because everybody at every level be it Catherine Austin Fitz who I actually think was the most important they crashed the whole economy they had to kill the old people living on their retirement because they were too healthy and they didn't buy the bullshit and they're going to live forever they said I don't need a flu shot and so you see we saw this as they drove the TV screen towards um, you know, telling people a reality that never was true. Judy, just to get one more monkey reference into the show before in the last couple <laughs> of minutes. When I was uh, at school, I think I was probably, uh, I don't know, 10 years old. And there was a one of my friends whose father worked at Porton Down in the south of England, which was a sort of an experimental laboratory for all sorts of good things and bad things, I think, as well. And at one point he became... Uh, he went down with what was called green monkey disease. This must have been uh-huh. sort of like 1978 or something. Uh-huh. Is there any relationship between what's going on now and that? Or was it just some pure tenuous link I'm thinking of? Oh, no, absolutely. African green monkeys. We had a lot of cell lines with African green monkeys. And the DNA, the RNA, the the, the proteins, yeah. 
you know, it, we could we could show what are pangolins in some of these things they call the the coronavirus. How we jump from these intermediate species. African green monkeys absolutely important in in the crippling of parts of the immune system and their cell lines used in our laboratories that recombine with other things. So, yep, the monkeys, the mosquitoes, That's- the mouse. Yep, we've been doing it all the time. That I think of MLA one forty four, which was a monkey cell line. Well, that's incredible. So that was the, my first experience of a lockdown. Was uh, not my personal experience, but their, that family's experience was lockdown uh, back in nineteen seventy eight. And there we are. We've reached the the end of the show. It's unbelievable. We've gone through so okay. much information. Thank you so much. So I'm going to do a close. Here we go. Despite the initial unpleasant realization of the truth, you will see there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is an increasing number of respected journalists, writers, politicians, doctors, lawyers, influencers, artists, activists, healers, and innovators who are wide awake and are already making great impact. All they require from you is to unplug from mainstream and social media propaganda, to make your own independent research and to stop acquiescing and stand up for what you believe in with respect to others. Remember, you were born with power and you wake up each day with power. It is entirely up to you how you choose to retain or give it away. You'll be listening to another live broadcast of The Other Side of the News. This 103rd edition is entitled King Con and remains available at www.theothersideofthenews.com. My name is Timothy Saunders, and together with Kintia and Anita Driscoll, offer special thanks to our return guest, Dr. Judy Mikevitz. Our listeners, contributors, and sound engineer, of course, Keith Morgan. We wish you all a very positive week. Look forward to reconnecting with you next Friday. Good night.